Welcome to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, strategy consultant and your guide to making confident decisions. This podcast allows you to accelerate your personal and professional development while growing a profitable online business. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. This is probably one of the most interesting requests I've ever had. And so excited for today's guest because she runs a or owns a podcast agency. And so I've accepted so many of her guests. And then I was like, oh, wait, what? You, of course you could be on my show. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Um, and even back when I was new to my podcast, Christine is one of those freebies that I definitely down for sure to be like are we on the right track where am I going what am I doing so if you like the podcast questions that all of my other past guests she does have some influence behind you know how it all worked out and came to be (laughs) and crazily two years later is when I finally realized that she's supposed to be on the show so I'm so glad (laughs) well I'm happy to be here I'm happy to be here yes you took the time to pitch yourself but welcome to the show excited to talk about all things podcasting and public publicity so welcome to the show Christina Lenkowski Thank you, Kristen. I'm super excited to be here. You know, I'm a fan of your show and you've had some of our amazing clients be on your show as well. And um, I'm just excited to uh, bring this knowledge to your audience and let them learn how to also get out there and um, get their businesses out there and their voices out there by being a guest on podcasts. Absolutely. So before we dive into kind of what got you started in the work that you're doing now, I believe it's really important to bring all of who we are to the surface. So what is that thing that you're super passionate about, but it's not technically a part of this PR world that you work in? So I know I should be like my family or something like that, but truly I love the K-pop group BTS. Um, Like I am in it. Uh, I have a little book on them next to me um, that, you know, I, I sometimes like to read when I just have a couple of minutes. I'm a real nerd about it. I love it. I tell all my family and friends, BTS facts and even South Korea facts, because I learned I'm learning so much more as I go through this world. Um, but for me, it's just something that really, really brings me joy. I kind of found them during the pandemic and um, I just love their attitudes and their songs. I really enjoy you know, the poppy songs, the uh, English songs that we all kind of heard. That was how I first got in their world too. But learning the meaning behind a lot of their Korean songs as well and kind of their whole message of love yourself um, is a really, really great thing that when I hear people being like, I don't know, my daughters are, you know, my kids really into this uh, K-pop group BTS or if I'll talk about like, oh, my, my niece is really into that. She's 10 or 15. Yeah, of course they're cute, whatever. But my thing that I, that I say to that is like, you should encourage it because all this group does is talk about how you should love yourself. And I think that that's, that's such a, a great message for, for everybody to hear. Yeah. And how much better off would some of us be if we heard that message at, you know, 12 years old, 15 years old in comparison to Sometimes hearing it for the first time at 25 or 35. So exactly. Um, exactly. it's great that there's a band that's doing it. And it's actually kind of funny to me that that's what you're bringing up as that thing that you really love and support. Um, because how I found out about you was Lil's Wilcox and her obsession with NSYNC. So for there to be yes. that band yes. that you're like, this band is what does it for me. I'm like, yeah, it all, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. And I actually love that you said that because 
uh, when I hired Liz for something, something she has in her thing, like in sync or backstreet boys, like you are supposed to say which one you prefer. And I just wrote BTS. That wasn't an option. I was like, Oh, it's the only option for me. I mean, I loved in <laughs> sync, like back in the day, don't get me wrong. But like, I was like, no, but this is to me, this is just like a different level. There's, there's a lot of meaning there. There's um, yeah. I just love them. I just love them. Love that. And thank, thank you for sharing that. Um, I think it's, it's always nice, especially when you're, you're getting exposure to a different culture. Obviously yes. you're able to like cross multiple generation lines and kind of what they're doing. But again, to have that message of self-love, like, yeah, it would have been nice to you. Not that I was ever like anti-loving myself, but it was definitely yeah. not taught in the same way that we're right. hearing about it these days. And so glad that they're sharing that message for sure. Yes. Yes. So if you feel like, wow, that's ridiculous, just give them a chance. I know some people just close off immediately because it's not, you know, it's not all in English or it's not all whatever, but I would say allow yourself to, to learn from other people and from other places in the world. You know, not everything happens in English. And so I think that, uh, it's, it's just wonderful. And it's, it's taught me a lot. And I truly am learning all about a different culture that I didn't really have any experience with before. So cool. I love learning about cultures, personally traveling to those other countries and eating. Oh, well, I'm foods. ready. I had never but thought of music. going to South Korea. Now I'm like, I'm ready. Like when we go into Seoul, like it's happening. Like I'm in, I'm, I, I definitely am, am interested in that for right. sure. But music is that universal language. So thank you for sharing that as well. And so I want to talk, you know, obviously you can talk about what you do, but really what got you started to say, like, let's help people with getting on podcasts. Like of all the things out there in the world, um, mm -hmm. obviously your background is PR in general. So I'd love to kind of hear about that transition into the work you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, I had been in the PR and marketing world for over 10 years when I went off on my own. So I, I live in Boise, Idaho, and I worked for an agency here in town at the time when I had my daughter in the, in late 2014. And I was a senior account executive. And after I had my daughter and I came back, I was like, we tried to make it work, right? But it just couldn't. I was like, I'm not interested in working full-time and you, you can't really run accounts not working full-time. So I went off on my own for about a year. I just did freelance work and stuff like that. And then I started to take on some um, contract, you know, PR, specifically in the world of tourism PR. That was my area of expertise um, that, that I specialized in. And so I did that for a couple of years. That was fun. But then I was like, I got into the, I kind of stumbled into the online business world. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do a course, right? Like I'm going to do a course on tours and PR. It's going to be great, da, 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 you know, whatever. And so I went and I did that. And I was learning from, you know, some of the biggest names in the industry, stuff like that. And when it came time to promote my course, um, the gurus were not teaching publicity at all. They were teaching ads to webinars, to sales or social media to webinars, to sales. Nothing wrong with those two. I'll get into that in a little bit. But there was no publicity being taught. With that being said, I was like, well, if this is how they say you, you got to do it to sell, like, I guess that's just what I have to do. And so I did no publicity the first time I launched my course. So I want to be clear, I, it was a course on publicity and I did no publicity. Like talk about like a real facepalm, like moment in your life that you like look back on. And so I did it the way that I was being taught to do it and just like being a little good little rule follower, like doing it, you know, this way, this way, this way, like so many of us were raised to do. 
And in a shock to, well, no one but me, it was a complete disaster. Like it was just a money pit. A few people bought it, but not that many. Um, just did not go well. Like I remember my husband was like, so what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, shut up. You know, like, I was like, I don't like, you know, anyone that's done a course or really any kind of business, like, you know, how much work you put into it. And then when you go to sell it and it doesn't sell, like you're kind of imagining you're like, that's really, really hard. And so the next time I went to launch it, I was like, all right, well now I'm going to do it my way. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to get publicity this next round. I'm not going to spend any money on ads. Um, I'm going to do it this way. And so I took the skills that I had, I had for my 10 plus years of PR work and uh, started pitching myself to podcasts, aligned podcasts that made sense for what I was doing. And pretty quickly, I found myself on about 10 shows. I guessed it on all those shows. Um, I loved it. I had a really, really good time, you know, doing it. It was fun. And my business turned around. Um, I started to have people reach out to me about consulting. Um, I had people that were just buying the course off the shelf without having to have this long nurture sequence or have all this stuff because they would hear me on a podcast that no like and trust factor was upped so dramatically that they were like, this, this chick knows what she's talking about. Like, I'm just going to go buy the course, you know, from her. And that was happening all over the world. People buying my course in Australia and all these other places that I couldn't have even imagined, you know, would have happened, but it's all because they heard me on a podcast. And so I realized at that point, like, okay, this is a super valuable, like, this is a super valuable form of PR. And so what I did was at that point, I was like, um, or sorry, let me back up for a second. I, I was doing the tourism People, I, because of podcasts. I was invited to be on stages, all that type of stuff. And then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I saw the writing on the wall for tourism really quickly. Um, tourism is all, just so you know, your local tourism is all funded by hotel tax. And so I was like, no one's saying at hotels, there ain't going to be any money coming into the tourism organizations, which means they're not going to be, they're not going to be spending money on anything. And so I very quickly was like, this isn't going to go well. Like I'd had this idea to start talking about pub like podcast publicity and stuff like that. So I just leaned in um, to it. I leaned into that. I was like, all right, you know, we're, we're done with this. Um, I, I, I sold my course like for at a really extreme discount, my tourism course so that more people could access it. Like just being like, when you're ready, like here are the tools to, to get back into it. Right. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to pivot into this podcast publicity world. And so what I did at first was taught. Um, so I taught entrepreneurs, learners, all that type of good stuff, how to pitch themselves onto shows. Um, so I was like, hey, here's here are kind of the solid PR fundamentals and here's how I recommend doing it. Um, and then eventually really what happened was I had enough people just ask me to do it. Um, a lot of people would watch me teach. They'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, nope, looks great. Can you just do it? <laughs> at first I was like, no. <laughs> Um, because I had worked for agencies for so long and there were a lot of things I knew I wanted to do differently. And so I was like, finally, enough people asked me and I was like, Christina, what are you doing? Like, this is, this is like what people want. Like th they want you to be pitching and I like pitching. It was just that I was like, I was very nervous about being put into a place of like, not doing what I wanted to do the way I wanted to do it. So I I did start pitching people. I, I started out as a solopreneur, but I put 
boundaries on what we did. We have a guarantee. We um, work in a certain way that most other people don't work in, um, you know, all this type of stuff. And I was like, from the get-go, from day one, I was like, this is a part of our business because there's a lot of things that happen in the PR world. Um, but one of them is that a lot of times the, the customer or client's expectation doesn't match what actually happens because there's no kind of guarantees. And so for me, I was like, no. <laughs> like that's not happening. So we figured out how to incorporate a guarantee of bookings into our business. So I did that from day one and it just took off. And it took off in the sense that um, I was able to get some wonderful clients and be pitching them um, to the point where I was then able to hire, hire again, hire again, et cetera, to now where we have a full agency um, that does this work on behalf of our clients. We're very picky about the clients we work with. Um, and, uh, I love the clients that we work with. Each of them is someone that I really respect what they're doing and putting out into the world. Um, and yeah, we, we get to have fun and we get to do this and we get to raise the voices of people that we consider to be underrecognized, um, in the entrepreneurship world. Um, and so that's, that's what it came from. That was a really long story, but basically what it came out of was me realizing from doing my own online business work that like. I, you have to be getting out in front of the people that want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to be like, if you build it, they will come, but like they will come because they know it exists. Yes, so did you exactly. Ain't nobody coming if they don't know what's there. Right. So you, you have to make sure that you're getting out there for sure. Love that. I mean, I've had the opportunity of being on, you know, the receiving end of, of working with your clients and having them as guests literally on this show. So Scroll back to the episodes uh, yep. of people that, you know, I've had. And one thing that I've said, you know, to your team several times is like, when I receive a pitch from your team, like I can tell that you've done your research and mm -hmm. you're probably using that same pitch for however many different people you're showing, but you're like, Hey, we can see that your values align. I can tell mm -hmm. that, you know, you understand, I can't tell you how many random agencies send pitches and I I'm sitting here rolling my eyes because that's how I feel reading those emails as well. I'm like, what did you even read the title of my show? Yeah. Let alone the description. <laughs> even pretend yeah. like and even yeah. I'm not saying you have to go through and listen to all hundred something episodes of my podcast to like verify it mm -hmm. its worth. But like mm -hmm. Did you Google a little bit of anything? Did you, about did you even me? look like, it up? Did you did you take a gander? Yeah, I mean, we call that the spray and pray method for sure. You know that that a lot of agencies do, which is so. One thing about the guarantee that we have is we guarantee a number of bookings. There are a lot of agencies out there, and I'm not saying this is this that they're all bad or anything like that, but they guarantee a number of pitches, and so that means that they are sending out. You know, maybe they're sending out 50 pitches a month or whatever. I can send out 50 crap pitches in a day, you know, but that's, that's not what is going to get the results that we want for our clients and get those pitches into the hands of hosts that, that really love our pitches and understand the value that we're bringing. You mentioned that we, the same pitch might go out to different people. I will say the bulk of it, we do templatize our pitches, but the connection points that we put in there are real because we've researched your show. Mm -hmm. So that is, that was part of that cookie. That's like, I'm very anti cookie cutter, very anti like that, which is a huge part of our agency. And when we bring on our publicists and we train them, it's like, we're not sending the same pitch to every person. Granted, the topics might be the same, you know, some of the stuff might be the same, but when it comes to the actual connection, that is something that is individual to each host that we pitch for sure. And it, it literally comes 
across on the receiving end of it. Like I can tell Thank you. everyone's like, oh, I heard your podcast topic of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. You pulled the most recent thing on Spotify. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> you said that. Cause that's always the thing I tell them. I'm like, don't just look at the last episode and just write oh, the name like, of the episode as a thing. Like the they know. Yeah. And even before we hit record on this, you were like, I went through, I listened to my guests on your show. And then I found the other podcast people or sorry, PR people that have yeah. been Cause like, that's my area of expertise. So how do I align to what mm-hmm. the other PR person has said or not said? It's like, did you actually do your homework? So when you're pitching yourself, or if you're, if you have a podcast, and you're on the receiving end of it, like what makes sense for what your show is about? And it's like, yep. it's not that hard guys create success on your own terms. So don't yep. send me people who follow all the rules and <laughs> our cookie. Yeah. Not <laughs> that's not well who I'm interested in. in. Yeah. Yep. 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 I love that. And I, I think that it's, it's important for people to hear that too, from the pitching perspective. And I know we're going to get into some pitching mindset stuff as well today. Um, but just know that the hosts know the hosts know what's authentic and they know what's not authentic. And just like Kristen said, it doesn't mean you have to listen to a hundred episodes. It doesn't mean you have to listen to whatever. It just means, you know, listen to, listen to a little bit of a couple and get a vibe for what that show is all about. Um, uh, you know, I like to also go on social media and take a look at people's stories or some of their recent, um, cause I was pitching, I was pitching for one of our clients on Saturday actually. And so I was just in the coffee shop with my earphones on, you know, doing research for these pitches. And that means I'm listening to a little bit of the shows. Um, and I'm also going on their socials and checking out, okay, what are they up to this weekend? Or what were they up to this week? Or what did they post over the last week or two and find something that I genuinely connect with, you know, and then make sure that that's all a part of that pitch. Yeah. And it's, and I love that you're adding that, you know, like what's happening on socials. Cause it's not just like, Oh, Kristen talks about success and leadership. So I will send her all the success and leadership type of yes. people, but like, what is her audience thinking about? Yep. What is her audience doing on the weekends? What is she doing on the weekends? I'm just watching yep. TV people. But like, yeah. <laughs> and but we like, love that about you. Cause we are too. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like what's coming across to say, okay, here's the connection and that bridge that we're building to say, okay, our audiences are also going to align and receive this message that like the whole point of doing podcasts as a whole selfishly as a host, it's because I like talking to people, but like, (laughs) even on the other, it's like, what can you hear and gain value that you can turn around and go and apply it? And so you're not going to get any clients out of this. And I'm not going to get people saying, I love this show. Let me keep listening to it if we're not aligned and on that same page. Exactly. So I, again, I love that that's who you are, but also like what your entire team is doing. And so for people that are trying to grow and have a team or running an agency model of it, like everyone should be aligned. Customers, clients, audience, yep. the free, the paid, everyone. It's like, yep. this is the mission. Are you on board? Yes or no? Yep. If you're not, mm-hmm. like, we move on yep. to the next thing. Yep, I, I love that. And when we, whenever I have a discovery call with people, our mission is the first thing we talk about because to your point, it is so important to be on, aligned on that. And I think that that's one, like if you're ever looking to work with an agency, no matter what kind of agency, I'm not even saying PR, I'm saying anything, like make sure that y'all are aligned because mm-hmm. they're representing you and you want to make sure that that you know that that's going to be done in a way that you agree with, right? Like we are very into our ethics. We are very into those things here at Publicity by Christina, like Someone tries to tell us that we have to pay for a podcast, like it's a hard pass. And we're also going to write them, write them back and let them know why, you know, things like that. Like, um, we're not looking necessarily for the, we're never, never looking for the easy way out, 
And, you know, we only represent certain clients as well because of our mission and the values that we hold. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, again, I love that you're sharing that. I love that you're, because that's things that, again, if you're looking to make an investment and this, I like that you said for all the agencies, like if someone's writing your website, if someone's writing yes. your sales, your page, socials, yes. Uh-huh. Like every, you, you'll need to be on the same page. If they think mm-hmm. that like, if you're, I don't know, a mommy blogger. And I say that like, you literally are like, let's blog about motherhood. Yeah. And that person isn't even an aunt. Like, let's, let's move on. <laughs> like, yes. They don't yes. even like kids, whether they've been a nanny, you know, they love their nieces and nephews. Obviously, if they are a mother themselves, they get it in a different level because you don't get to send those kids home um, yeah. <laughs> as well. But like, do they truly yeah. understand what they're getting themselves into to truly understand and align that vision? Also, people parent differently. And so like, what does yes. that look like if your values are not aligned? And I don't mean that, I, I think it's important to say like your, your, your broader values. I don't really care what your religion is. If we both right. believe that like, you got to trust yourself and go take some action. Yes. You can pray to whatever you want to just know that yeah. you do you and I'll do me, but like, we're still aligned in saying, okay, this is where we come together and this is how we can move, move forward. So thank you for Love sharing. It. Yes. All of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So um, and I love that you also know like what questions are coming next because you're like, we're going to get into it. We're going to um, get into like, it. Yeah. Let's get into it, you know, along that of saying, okay, what do people need to know? Whether they are going to come to your agency and say, okay, like I want to work with publicity by Christina and what's next, but also like, I want to start being on podcasts. I want to have my own podcast. What are some of those rules for success that you really always share with people? Yeah, I think a huge thing is, and you, you kind of talked about this earlier, but go in with an, an attitude of gratitude and, and a an attitude of service over self-promotion. And I think that that's going to serve you very well. You know, you're not going on a show to just talk about how awesome you are and, you know, how awesome everything you, I- you is. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and, you know, happy Monday, Monday, people. <laughs> hey, that's where we are on a Monday morning, Um, you know, and stuff like that. But you know, you're going in there to, to talk about the amazing knowledge that every single person that listens to this podcast has. Right. And so I think that that's, that's a really important one for people to remember is you're not, and and I think it also helps people because some people don't really love, they don't love the idea of going on a podcast and just talking about like themselves. No one wants to do, I mean, I guess there's some people out there that want to do that, but you know, for the most part, we're going on there to, to talk about that knowledge that we have, to talk about the things that we know that audience would really value. And so that service over self-promotion is a huge rule that I like to give my clients for that success. The other thing is leveraging your podcast interviews, leveraging these podcast appearances. And what I mean by that is I'm all about working smarter, not harder. So you are taking the time to be on the show, you know, an hour of your time or whatever to do that. So use that podcast over and over and over again. It's not just about, um, okay, I hit done on the Zoom recording and then I never think about it again. It's when the episode goes live, you're sharing that episode. You're tagging the host. Um, You are, uh, you know, using, putting audio snippets on social media. You're putting it all over your website. You're putting it everywhere and you're doing it over and over and over again. That's one thing I think is really important is like, don't just share that podcast once, share it three months down the road, six months down the road, et cetera, because people come into your world all the time. And the people that are already part of your world, they don't care. They don't mind. They don't, they're not bothered by a, you know, a 60 second audio snippet that they heard three months ago. I guarantee you, they don't remember. <laughs> they do not remember that. So 
put it out there, make sure you're leveraging it. I think that's just a huge missed opportunity that a lot of people miss the boat on is they kind of just think, oh, I did the interview, the work's over. And really our clients that see the most return on their investment are the ones that use those podcasts over and over again. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of, uh, we talked about this with your course, right? I created my course, but then no one, no one knew about it. And so great. You were on a podcast and that's a win both as a host and a guest. I'm like, no, that's, that's a real win. Good for you. Yeah. Also, what'd you do with it? Did did you tell anyone? Um, and I'm really bad at emailing my list. Sorry, Liz Wilcox. I know you're listening to this. Like I'm really bad (laughs) about it. Um, as well, but like, did you share it on social media when you're walking down the street? Did you tell someone else? Like, yeah, I was actually on this podcast. Like I, I had this random conversation, but it was recorded for the whole world to hear. And your story is your story. That's not the stuff that's changing, but how you say it and how it lands with someone else, Mm -hmm. because when they read your sales page, they know because it's a sales page that you're trying to sell them. But when they listen to a podcast, you're actually more likely to receive what you're saying. And they're hearing what's not in a three page, three minute read of of a post, but also like, okay, here's the before and after here's the why behind it and why it matters. And so you have a personal experience of like, no, like I don't just have experience in publicity. I know what it did for my own business. And so now I'm turning around to make sure that you can have that for your business and the why behind it just adds a couple zeros to the value. Yeah. So I would say those are kind of the top two rules for success that I, that I give our clients and make sure that they're, you know, they're, they're running at the top of their game for sure. So this is my favorite question. It actually used to not be, but now I'm like, let's, let's get deep here. <laughs> so yeah. As you think about, you know, uh, uh, this episode is going to be live probably like January or February of 2023. And so people okay. are like, oh, my goals and all the things. And so what is that thing that you want people to remember when they come across you on social media, when they hear this episode, when they just see your name in the future and they think about podcasting, what is the legacy that you're really trying to create and have kind of sit with people like every time they hear your name and, and what you're about? You know, I, there's many things that kind of pop up when you ask me that, but I think, I think the big thing that I really want people to remember is that this is an ongoing thing. Publicity is not something that is a one-time, one-and-done um, type of thing. I don't know how many people out there have read Atomic Habits by James Clear, but he has um, this example of ice freezing. And so essentially, right, ice freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit for us in the States, zero degrees for everybody else in the world. Um, and before that happens, all this stuff is happening under the surface that we don't see. And I really, really equate that with publicity. You're going to go on all these shows. You're going to be consistently showing up in all these places that have your ideal customer, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe that's on stages, on podcasts, you know, guest posts, however you're doing that. And then boom, you will solidify as the expert in what it is that you do. You will become someone that people will know, oh, hey, just like we were talking about earlier. Oh, hey, email marketing. Yeah. Liz Wilcox is the person that I want to, that I want to talk to about that. Oh, you know what? Uh, moms in business, Leanne Kim, that's the, that's the person that I want to talk to about that writing, you know, getting support on my writing, Mary Adkins. Yeah. That's what I want to talk to about that. Those, that is the way that publicity works is because you're showing up over and over and over again. So I think that that's a really important message for people to hear is like, this ain't, this ain't a one and done type thing. This isn't a, 
let me get on the biggest show in the land and then dip out. Like that's, that's not how publicity is. It's not, that's not what's going to change your business. It's the consistently showing up. We call it the sustainable spotlight, but getting, getting up there again and again and again. And for me, a really great goal. And the thing that I want people to have in their mind is two times a month, um, getting on podcasts. Uh, that is something that I think is a really realistic and great goal for people that would change the course of their business over a year. Um, so as someone who's done that, cause I've heard you say this before, just yeah. check mark. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely true. Um, in, in that thing. And it's, it was, I think one was like 40 minutes of a recording slot. And then the other was like an hour. Typically people book an hour. So we kind of discuss regardless of the length of the actual yeah. recording. So it's like two hours a month could literally bring in multiple thousands of dollars for you. Yes. And that's not your yeah. only marketing strategy, but it's your time. Yeah. Um, and I'm personally not a fan of paying to be heard on a podcast. So like, you know, not, not one of those. Um, although obviously a lot of those, the reason that you pay to be heard on some of those shows is because of them having 1 million downloads per day, uh, you know, yeah. type of things. And so that yeah. once you get to that ep- level in your career, yeah. your choices, um, <laughs> not, but you got to do it ethically. Thought. You got to do right. it ethically and be disclosing. I think, I, sorry, I don't mean to butt in here on this, but if anyone no, ever, it. if anyone ever asks you to pay for a podcast, that's something we immediately write off in our business. Um, because most of them do not disclose. And to me, that is super shady. So because the second you pay to be on a podcast, it became an ad. It is no longer publicity. It is an ad. And the consumer needs to know the person that's listening to the show needs to know that that's an ad you saw on social media five, 10 years ago before, you know, the rise of the influencer, um, that was huge because they didn't disclose anything. So they would just be talking about a product. No one knew that that was paid for. And that became a huge deal. Now they have to say this is sponsor. This is an ad. This is et cetera. That will happen with podcasts as well. Okay. So there are some big podcasts out there that you might listen to. And uh, I will tell you, there's a lot that I don't listen to anymore because now I know that they require that of their guests and they don't (laughs) disclose and it is shady AF. And I, I definitely will say like, I am I'm, now I'm all fired up about this. I'm like, and then, and another thing, just because that's not publicity. So just keep in mind that, um, and I'm going to get into really breaking down what publicity is for people. Cause I think it's important in one of our, it, as we go along here, but I do think it's really important as you talk about the paid thing to just know that that is something you just need to be careful of. It's not to say you can't do it because there are shows that disclose. It's just to say, it's just to say, know the ethics around what's happening. Yeah. Um, I'm personally, again, just not a fan yeah. of it because it's just not a genuine conversation. Yes. And the whole point of podcasting, if you think of like classic podcasting long before it became this raging trend, which I was yeah. one of those people that made it blow up. So it's, it's fine. I'll own that. But like before it was really, you know, a popular thing to do, it was truly a genuine conversation that just yes. got like hit record and shared the whole globe um, yeah. as well. And so that's something that, again, as Christina is talking about, your mission should be aligned, your values aligned. And then that's why you're taking that opportunity. So as you're yes. moving forward and saying like, what's next for, for me and making that decision. But I think a simple thing of twice a month, I'm going to make the effort to be on a podcast, like yeah. just worth it yep. just 100 100 and no one's paying me to say this i'm not yeah. paying either <laughs> but i know it's what you do for a living but like yes i want to validate yes. validate that statement of just like it's just 
just do it. Just, just, just do, do it. it. And you can choose, just do it. There's other things, YouTube and blogging and whatever. Like, just put yourself out there, collaborate with people, say what you got to say. That's really my Say what you got to say. I love it. I love it. I mean, you have just shared already so many, so many nuggets, but I think one of the hardest parts about publicity is really like not just pitching, but really saying like, okay, I'm going to pitch. And so what are some of those ways that you, you really help your clients? And obviously you're going to share today of like, let's, let's make sure you can do this and not just saying like, yes, I can, but actually take that action as well. Yes. I, I think that a big thing um, that I want to just break down real quick is what publicity is. So you've heard us say this word over and over again, but I think that this is a really big, it's one of those mindset shifts that I think people need to kind of have first and foremost. So there's three pillars of marketing owned, earned, and paid. So paid is in a shock, the things you pay for, right? So ads, those influencer campaigns, all that type of good stuff. Then owned is the channels that you own. So your your website, your e-newsletter, your social media, if you have a podcast, that's your own channels. It's where you control the messaging that goes out and you know out into the world, right? And then earned, which is what we focus on, is publicity. And what that means is that no money is exchanged and that you are being put on a third party's platform, okay? So it's not something you own. You're going on someone else's channel. For instance, I'm going you know, on Kristen's channel here, she's going to put this out to the world. This is an earned media or earned marketing um, that's going on right there. And I think that a big mistake people have is they don't put earned into their mix, right? So they, they kind of are, when they start to do stuff, they're like, well, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, put things out on my channel or, you know, put everything, I'll do social media and I'll do all this stuff and maybe I'll do some ads. Um, but they just don't even consider, the publicity part or the earned media part of that marketing. And it's not to say that any of these parts are bad or by, by any means or anything like that. It just means that they're all serve a different purpose, right? So the thing about publicity is it's getting you in front of a bunch of new customers, all right? So your owned media is a really great way to nurture the customers that come into your world, right? The people that go to your website, they start listening to your podcast, then they become great customers, right? And ads are another great way for lead gen. That's, a, you know, they're just typically a different kind of customer that comes into your world than someone that maybe hears you on a podcast or reads an article that you've done or something like that. And the reason why publicity is so important and that earned media is so important is consumers believe it 70% more than any other kind of marketing, okay? They they believe it and they feel like they get to know you. The nurture um, length of time is a fraction of the time it is when someone comes to you cold, like from an ad or something like that. Again, not to say one is bad, one is whatever. It just means they serve a different purpose. People that might hear me today on Kristen's might go to, you know, my lead magnet or something like that at the end, and then actually be interested in really moving forward with our services. Whereas someone that might come to me cold off an ad, they're going to want to see what I have to say for many months, even years before they might decide that they're ready to, to kind of take that plunge and hop on a call or something like that. So I think that it's really important of a mindset shift for people to understand where publicity fits in their marketing. I love that. And I, I mean, mind blowing that the stat is that high, but also makes complete sense because like I trust the person I'm listening to and if they exactly. trust you, it adds yep. that layer and think about, you know, in real life, right? A friend of a friend, we're going to be like, you can be my friend already because so-and-so has created that, exactly. that relationship. And so let them trust you. They hear you so yes. that they're able to say, okay, it's not just what she 
perfectly crafted in, you know, her, her website, Instagram post yeah. or her website, mm-hmm. yeah. page, mm-hmm. but like I could hear genuinely who this person is along the way. Love that. Yeah. You, you catch their vibe. And I think that that's, I, I think that we all like that before we start working with somebody, right? Like when someone invests with you, they want to have a general, we talked about this with the mission earlier, right? But it's really nice when people hear you, they, they, they'll they typically either have that alignment or they won't. And that's also okay. People can hear me today and then I'll be like, oh no, you know, like, <laughs> like, 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 you know, they're, they're like, I like this chick, like she ain't for me, you know, anything like that. And that's okay. That's also okay. You know, to yeah. hear me and maybe decide, no, that's not who I'd like to be learning about publicity from and stuff like that. But you know, hopefully you're still going to listen to the episode, but I also think that just as important as attracting our customers is also realizing that there's people, you know, there's going to be people that, that don't want to work with you after they hear who you are, but that's also okay. Because why would I want to work with somebody that, that, um, doesn't want to learn from me, doesn't doesn't want to learn from me or doesn't want to work with me or doesn't want to do anything like that's okay. Um, and so I think that, I think that that part's just, just really great about podcasts and it's why we double down on them. Makes sense. Love that. Yes. And so number two of the mindset shifts that I had for today, and we kind of, we kind of talked about this, but when I talk to people that are kind of at the beginning of their publicity journey, you know, and they're thinking about, about getting out there on podcasts or, or whatever, I'm always like, well, what do you think is the worst that can happen? What do you think is really holding you back from getting out there? And for most people, it comes along the lines of, I say something that I don't mean to, or people are thinking about how I shouldn't be on that show as an expert or, you know, X, Y, Z. And I always say to people, okay, those things could happen, but let's say you stumble on your words during a thing. Like Kristen, you know, she's had to, she'll probably have to edit a little bit of what we've talked about today. Cause I'll stumble over something or you have a coughing fit or whatever. These aren't recorded live. Okay. And a host is not out to get you. All right. So they're going to edit out the things that they need to edit out if need be. The thing that I think is the worst that can happen 100% is not putting yourself out there, is not getting in front of potential new customers because no business grows without customers. Okay. And, uh, you know, this is just a fact of business. This is just what it is. Look at any person that you really, really respect. Um, in the in the industry that you're in. And I can pretty much guarantee to you that they have put themselves out there to be on publicity opportunities. Maybe that's print. Maybe that's, you know, uh, being on TV. Maybe that's being on podcasts, whatever it is. Um, I just want to make sure that you know that like you have to do this in order to grow your business. And it's going to be uncomfortable at first. The first few episodes, you're going to be sweaty and nervous and all that type of stuff, but it's only going to get better from there. You're going to get clearer on your message and it will become fun. I remember my first couple podcast recordings and like, I mean, solo episodes, like not even guesting at that point. And I would end record and have like the largest like pit stains, like just sweating through it. And it was like listening back. I also still to this day, hate the sound of my voice. So like, that's a separate, separate issue. (laughs) I don't even say you get over it. You just deal with it. Yeah. Um, but hearing the content and then once it was live, hearing the feedback from others, I was like, cool. It was worth being sweaty for a couple yes. of minutes. And thankfully I was home and it was not video. So no one, yeah, exactly. to, you're like, no one knew here. until yeah. I just said this, you know, right now. So I love that you're sharing that. But I think the other, the other side of it, like I, I have a theater background. And so you have your lines, you're practicing, you're practicing. And there comes a point where your director is like, put down the scripts. And you literally have what's called a stumble through. 
AKA let's mess up now. So that by the show. Oh, I love I, that. Oh, I didn't know you, that. Okay. Yeah, you're ready. And so literally, I mean, you hear it's to the point that you hear someone go line as in, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. So please yeah. feed me my next line. But if you don't stumble through it, if you don't put down the book and open your mouth, you're never really going to get better at podcasting, at video, Ooh, at love writing or anything else. Mm-hmm. And so your first guest podcast episode might not be great and that's okay. And it's yes. not that you did anything wrong. Like they will edit out all the coughing fits. I can't tell you how often I actually, one of my, I sorry, I record in batches and I record in October typically, which is when everyone has that change of season cold. And then I record again in March when everyone has the flu. And I'm like, <laughs> I should probably alter my recording schedule, but I haven't yet. Um, but yeah. every single time people are like, I'm just getting over a cold. I'm just getting over this. And I'm like, cool, either hit mute or I'll edit it. One of the two yeah. is going to happen. And so yeah. it's natural and normal. I, I have had dozens of guests and they're like, I just had laryngitis. And I'm like, do you want to reschedule? They're like, oh, we'll make it through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has a super deep voice on my episode. That's probably probably why <laughs> <laughs> this is my normal voice folks like I'm not getting over anything so yeah but it's like you just find one of those things and those reasons so like you can find excuses or you yes. can say hey yes. I'm start somewhere and yep. you're never going to get better if you don't start and you can take all those famous yep. failure examples of Oprah getting fired and Michael Jordan not making the basketball team but like you don't get to success without having those mistakes and stumbles along the way. So I love that you're saying, just like, just go do it. It might yeah. not be great, but like, go do it. So it can just get go that. do it because that's another mindset shift. People need to have too is start small. Don't get hung up on being on the biggest shows that you could possibly ever be on because, well, there's multiple reasons, but a big one is the first few you're going to stumble through just like Kristen yeah. was saying. So it's better for you to do that on shows that while still have your ideal customer, aren't necessarily these huge shows, right? With like 10,000 people listening or this and that, you know, you could be getting on these shows that maybe have a hundred, 200 downloads, you know, per episode. And, but they're, they're still your ideal customer. Um, But that's definitely something that I see people get hung up on a lot is they're like, I don't know, is this going to be a waste of my time? Um, mm, Nothing annoys me more than that when people say that to me, because I'm like, First of all, we don't know how many downloads a show has. That's not um, public information. So we are so hyper-focused on who's listening to that show. Mm-hmm. If someone were to say to me, you know, and, and I want you to think about it this way. And people say, oh, I think, is that too, is that really worth an hour of my time? <laughs> I was just invited by one of our clients to come to an event she was doing up in Toronto uh, two weeks ago. She was like, hey, I've got a ticket for you. It's, you know, it's going to be a room full of 200 of your potential ideal customers, this or that. (laughs) I was booking that flight. I was booking that hotel room. Like, you better believe if I can get in front of 100, 200 people that really care about what I do and what I have to say, you better believe I'm going to do it. So I think that that's a really, really big mindset shift for people to have is like small is good. Starting small is a good thing. And you'll also get really clear and confident on what topics resonate with people. And that's only going to help as you pitch yourself to bigger, bigger shows. Yeah. And there's two sides of it. Not only what resonates with other people, but what you're excited to keep talking about over and over is because if you are rolling your eyes at like the thought of having to present or share about a particular thing, 
like so good let's pay attention to that and so listen yes. to yourself and your body just as much as like is anyone out there else like is anyone else listening yeah. to what I have to say but your energy and your passion is going to help those people say yes that is what I need next in my life like that's the stage that I'm at and so yeah should I start a podcast is a very different conversation of should I be on podcast? And so the answer is yes, yes you should be on podcast if you have a business um, yes. or if you want to promote someone else's business, because like, <laughs> sure, that's a thing sure. too. Yeah. I'll, if you'd like well, to be I, a guest on shows and promote my business, I'm down to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I literally, and so I, I say that because like I have a, a panel conversation coming up and it's not for my business, it's for someone else, but they like how I talk about it. So they're like, no, I love like, that. You have yeah. to say it. I was like, okay, as long as the CEO is okay with this, then like, I'm here for it. Like, yeah, and it's I love still giving that. me the credibility behind my name and it's aligned with what it is that I do and what I believe in, yeah. but also like multiple people are benefiting from that. And so that's something to, to tune into and realize, like, am I excited to keep talking about this? And the truth is like, this is where niching becomes hard and I don't think you should do it in your first year of business, but like, are you okay? hopping on a bandwagon and staying on that for like the next three years. Mm-hmm. Like, are you very okay with informing, educating, entertaining, explaining the same few things over and over? And I can tell even from like your body language and obviously like no one else is seeing you, but me as we record <laughs> this, but it's like, you're so here for it. You're so yeah, I am. I'm like, let's talk about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're like, mm. I have notes I'm ready. I'm like, yeah, I, I, like, do. Like, I do. Guys. I'm such know? a nerd. I'm such a nerd. Yes. Me too. And that honestly, my audience is as well. So whether they admit it or not, <laughs> they're all unite. a bunch of nerds. <laughs> yeah. Nerd unite. Yes. A hundred percent. I love that. I love that. Um, I think that another thing that people sometimes need to have a mind, sh- mind shift about is thinking that only you can pitch yourself. And what I mean by that is Kristen kind of talked about this earlier, but a lot of people don't quite understand what agencies are, or they see it as a bit of like a dirty word. And so, you know, for an agency, what that essentially means for us is that we have multiple publicists. So people that go out and do the research and do the pitching on behalf of our clients. And I think that this is important for people to know that this is an option because I will meet people sometimes where people hear me on a podcast and they're like, I didn't even know that like, that was a thing. Like I thought that I had to be pitching myself all the time, or I thought I had to be doing this or that. Now, when you're at the very beginning stages of your business, yes, you're probably going to be pitching yourself. Um, We have a training on that, you know, all that type of good stuff. But when you get to a certain level as a business owner, you don't have the time to be pitching yourself. You don't have the time to be going out there and doing that work. And a lot of people, that's something they underestimate the amount of time it's going to take because yes, you're going to be on a a couple shows um, a month. So let's say that's, you know, two hours a month, but you're also going to need to be pitching to get out onto those shows. Right. And so for a lot of business owners, they just don't have the time to be doing that. Um, And so we like to make sure, or I always want to make sure that people know, like, this is an option. You know, this is something that you can have other people take on for you and do a really, really great job with it. Um, But it totally depends on where you are in your business and what you like to do. Some people love to pitch themselves. Great, more power to you, you know, but there's also people that are like, I love to be on the shows. I love to do that part. I love to leverage relationship with the host, but I'm not that necessarily into pitching just because that's, that's work, right? Like that's a lot of hours of work that we're putting into doing that. That's why people, you know, hire us. Um, and so I think that it's, it's good for you to know that like, 
you can start out in a certain way and evolve into a certain way with your pitching as well, right? Like you can start out doing it yourself, maybe move into another area as your business grows. Or if you're ready to have someone pitch yourself now, like let's hop on a call and see if it's the right fit. You know, it totally, it totally depends just on where you are in your business, but that is an option. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're explaining how it works because yes, in the earlier stages, like one, you should just know what it is you're doing. If you're going to pay someone, you should have a general idea of what Yeah, I think that's always a solid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing. Mm-hmm. And so learning to pitch yourself and whether it's successful or not, I think having that just like experience under your belt is a yes. great foundation. But if you are at that next level, if you're like, okay, I want to move to millionaire status in my business. And obviously there's, you know, $900,000 900, before that um, yeah. of, of a process, but like, yeah, let's get some help in, in what that looks like. I know my first experience with you was literally saying like, well, let's write your short pitch. And I was like, there are short pitches and long pitches? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I thought it was just a pitch ah, uh, as well. One. Like, yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, it makes sense. And you, I think it was like five cents, like a five sentence email. Like it was one of those, like, this is almost too easy that why didn't I think of it? myself yeah. but I'm like yeah. that's why people pay you um, yeah. as well. but it was yeah. it was just so nice to be like okay it doesn't have to be this crazy complicated system um of how this works and to get myself yes. out there and to have these opportunities and obviously it can evolve over time that I'm like hey Lindsay and the rest of your team like come, come do yeah. things um yeah you know as as well and see what those opportunities look like but it's like you can start small you can start simple and I also think you you mentioned this before like don't go for the big name on the first day because the first thing that it's like applying for the CEO job when yes. you've not even swept the floors before yeah you haven't walked into a building let alone yeah. trying to to go for something yes. else and so building that credibility and cutting your teeth along the way and taking each step and then saying like all right I'm ready for what's next, which is hiring Christina to get you on the big show. Um, and, and one thing I want to, I want to say on that, I love that CEO example. And I will tell you too, like you talked about how listeners really trust hosts and then who they have on the show by extension. Many of our clients see a bigger ROI on shows that are more niched and more what they specifically do, as opposed to some of these bigger shows that might have a lot of people listening, but they're much more general listeners. Like they're not necessarily focused on what it is that that particular host is talking about. And I think that that's really important for you to know is that bigger doesn't always equal better. Is it a great credibility marker? Absolutely. But is it something that might be bringing you more business just because more people are listening? The answer isn't always yes. I agree with that. And as someone who's like been on the receiving end of like, I heard you on X podcast. And so yep. I want to work with you. And I'm like, hmm, I, that was a gamble in my opinion of like, is anyone going to listen? But yep. did the right person listen? Yes. Is always more important. Did the right person hear it at the right time that they are ready to buy? I had a, mm-hmm. a podcast episode that came out in like, I don't know, October, November, 2020, like before I even started my own show. And I had someone who in the summer of 2022 reached out to me and was like, I heard you on this show and wanted to work with you. Yes. And I was like, I love that. I almost forgot I was on that <laughs> show. But like, that's one of the great things about podcasts is that it yes. does continue listen, that people are- It's evergreen. Tuning yes. On, that, tuning in that like, you have the opportunity to continue leveraging that podcast. And you mentioned it at the beginning of like, keep talking about it because someone else yeah. is going to hear it and be like, yeah, 
I don't have to write a sales page. I'm like, oh, you heard me on this podcast episode where I talked about exactly. I can help you. Um, When people come to you off a podcast interview, they're ready to buy. They are ready to buy. They are like, what do you have? How do we work together? Like I'm in. Yeah, I love that. And before I ask you that question, are there any more tips or tricks? Like, have we covered? I mean, I, think, I know we I haven't think we're, covered it We're all, pretty but... in there. I think we're pretty in there. I, I feel like we've given a lot of good information today um, to folks about this. I think it's just remembering that you can do this, that you yeah. absolutely have this in you. Podcasts have not passed popularity. They're only growing. Do not worry about that. Sometimes people are like, are podcasts still a thing? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, they they're are. still a thing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, not only do I have all the stats to back it up, but I can just tell you, you know, from, from what I see over and over again, more people are just listening. It, it's definitely not going down. People are listening differently than they were during the pandemic. Cause you can imagine there was a huge explosion of listeners during the pandemic because, well, if you're like me, you're trying to kind of get away from your family. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to go upstairs and listen to a podcast real quick. Um, you know, and now it's more like I'm listening when I'm on the go, right? Like I'm, I'm taking my kid to school or I'm doing whatever. So I'm listening to it differently, but I'm still listening to the same amount. And I think that that's really, really important for people to hear is like, you know, this is something that is only continuing to grow. I mean, they're expecting by 2025, half a billion people will listen to podcasts regularly, which is once a week. So just know, I mean, that's worldwide, but just know that that this ain't going anywhere. This is this is how people like to consume their media right now is audio. You know, that's what people are really interested in, in hearing and learning and doing that type of good stuff. So you did not miss the boat. This is absolutely the time to to be doing this and, and it's going to help you grow your business. Absolutely. And I love that you've shared so many ways of just like simply get, get started, just put that out there. But it, and, and even from your own story of like, with that publicity, I was then able to sell my course. So it's like with that podcast that you can then share on your social media, you can email out to people, you can write it on a note in the grocery store. If you really want to, to tell people to go listen to episode yeah. number, blah, blah, blah of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. just as much, but building that credibility for yourself and for the work that you're doing to then go ahead and inspire others that you can make a difference in the world. And Hey, you'll get paid on the back end. So you're not paid for that podcast and in that hour, but how many clients and customers are able to then find you, connect with you and work with you along the way. And so that's where my question to you now comes in, Christina. How can people find you? How can they pay you? What are the best ways for them to start working with you? Well, my my Venmo is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so how people can find me is head to podcastpublicityquiz.com. And that is a really fun quiz that I have that directs people, you know, to what make might make the most sense for them. We have a training um, that we offer like a D for DIYers. And then we also have our, our pitch broker service and that can direct you to the application for that. Um, you know, we're, we're always looking to work with entrepreneurs that are, you know, trying to get out, really trying to raise their voice into the world, tell stories that maybe haven't always been told in this world. We love to work with traditionally underrecognized entrepreneurs. So for us, that's women, members of the LGBTQ community, members of the BIPOC community, and neurodiverse entrepreneurs. And so those are really the voices that we're looking to elevate into the world and to get their stories out there. And they're the type of, you know, stories that people really resonate with, that listeners really resonate with, and they they want to know more about that person and, and how they can work with them. 
love that. And I, I mean, you know that that's what I'm all about. So <laughs> yeah, I again, know. it talks about yeah. aligning missions and visions. Like it just continues. Yes. But I will drop all your links in the show notes. I know I, now that the world has quote unquote reopened, although in some ways it never closed, but watching you jet set around the globe <laughs> as well, and helping so many other entrepreneurs um, to reach the next level of success in their life and in their business. And so thank you for sharing um, as well. And then I will, again, like find, make sure people find you and contact with you and connect with you, but at least start on Instagram, take that quiz, yep. figure out what your best next step is as well. But thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Kristen. I've loved it. Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.